Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Woodstock, Georgia, it's time for Cherokee Business Radio. Now, here's your host. Welcome to another exciting and informative edition of Cherokee Business Radio. Stone Payton here with you this morning. What a fantastic set of conversations this is going to be. Please join me in welcoming back to the Business Radio X microphone with Bees Charitable Pursuits, Mr. Brian Pruitt. How are you, man? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me back. Yeah, delighted to have you. So get us caught up. What's going on over there with with your outfit? Have you accomplished anything since I talked to you last? Well, you know, last time I was here, I was with Lake City Branding. So we actually shut that down and I started Bees Charitable Pursuits. Uh, doing fundraising events. Um, I'm very passionate about helping people and having fun. So what better way to do that than putting on some fundraising events and getting the community together. So that's what I'm doing. Fun stuff. So what's coming up soon? So uh, funny you should ask, September 16th, we've got the uh, first inaugural Aces and Experiences Foundation uh, golf tournament at Fairways of Canton. Mm -hmm. So it's uh, two great organizations, and uh, we'll be talking to both of them here in just a little bit. So timing, is it too late to get involved by a sponsorship? Uh, Not at all. We've got some uh, sponsorships uh, available for whole sponsors. We do need it pretty quick, though, because we got to get the signs printed, and that deadline is next Friday for that. Um, but we also have some openings for golfers, and if people want to donate just some uh, items for the raffle or silent auction or just donate cash in general, you can do that as well. So I know you're having a good time with this. Uh, what are you enjoying the most, man? What's the most rewarding about doing what you guys do? Uh, just seeing the uh, the look on the faces of folks when we're able to hand them either however little or as big as much money as we can. And just, you know, they're not expecting really much of anything, but just being able to help them and see the the reaction. Yeah, I'll bet. And you brought a couple of folks with you. I did. From from your world. TM up for us. Who did you bring with you this morning? So first I've got uh, Christina Patton, who was the Aces Youth Home. And uh, she'll tell you all about them, but uh, she's a friend of mine as well. And then also uh, Chad Blake with Experiences Foundation, another good friend of mine. He, he can explain what they do. But they're both very good organizations, and they work a lot with uh, youth in the area. But, uh, yeah, so two great organizations. Fantastic. And I would be remiss if I didn't mention uh, today's episode is brought to you in part by the Main Street Warriors program. For more information, go to MainStreetWarriors.org. All right, let's get this thing going. Please join me in welcoming to the show with Aces Youth Home, Miss Christina Patton. How are you doing this morning? Hey, good. How are you? I am doing well. Okay, let's start with uh, mission, purpose. How would you articulate what you're out there trying to do for folks? Yeah, so um, ACES Youth Home is a place that provides care and uh, shelter for kids in foster care. So any kids that are around like 11 to 17 that um, have been taken into care, um, we, provi we provide help and placement for those kids while the parents are trying to work a case plan. Um, so yeah, we also, what we do most, and I feel like uh, something special about us is um, we have a home that allows the boys and girls to be in the same home. Oh. So the reason that's really important is um, when these children are removed from homes, they're sometimes removed from all their siblings too. Um, a lot of places are boys only or girls only, and our purpose is to try to keep those families, the siblings together. Um, a lot of times there's difficulties and troubles with like transportation. 
So with us, we just keep them together and it helps them flourish. It helps them um, in so many different ways, just kind of maintaining that family feel. So, yeah. So there's been a, uh, a trend on Instagram lately that has me inspired and it's, it's, it's either, I don't know if, it, if they do it audio or written, but it's, what do you wish people understood about blah, blah, blah. What do you wish more people understood about your arena, about the foster care system and, and that kind of thing? Oh my gosh. There's, there's, okay. It's just going to be the so Christina much. show. She looked at her watch when I asked her that. So sorry, Chad, you have to come back another time. It's all right. I'm yeah, used to being second fiddle. <laughs> it's, it's a lot. It really is a lot. Yeah. Um, I wish that, you know, everybody understood kind of the, the ugly process of, um, you know, removals and all the difficulties that the children are going through. Um, because what we do is actually, even though it seems kind of grimy and still not so pretty, um, it really is like the other side of the rainbow. Like once these kids get into the group home, they're in a safe place, so you immediately start to see them flourish. Um, we provide medical help, uh, therapeutical help, uh, lots of educational help, and um, we're located up in Jasper, so we have like a small town group feel that, you know, all these people come together through the community and they help so much with our kids that it's it's really awesome to see them grow. I'll um, bet. So yeah. what's, your, what's your backstory? How did you get involved in, in this kind of work? I started working in foster care in 2013 um, with Cherokee County DFACS. I went to volunteer and... It was so crazy. I just wanted to volunteer. That's all I wanted to do. <laughs> I just didn't leave. I was like, I can't. I can't leave. Like, I grew up in Cherokee County, and some of the cases that I was seeing, I was just, I felt like I grew up in a bubble. Um, yeah. There's so many things going on that I, I felt like I couldn't step away. I was so, my heart was so passionate about just helping and working with the kids. And as soon as I had like a few cases that I got on that I worked with, I was like, okay, sign me up. I'm, I'm going to do this. But, um, my background is psychology. Um, I went to Valdosta state for a major in psychology and a minor in religious studies. And then I went and got my international business degree, my MBA in London. So <laughs> everybody was like, why aren't you using that? <laughs> um, the cool thing about ACEs was after, I worked at Go after I worked at um, DFAX, I worked for another nonprofit called Goshen Valley Boys Ranch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I was a case manager there, and then I was given the opportunity to kind of um, from Aces be able to go over and help kind of uh, restructure a program. So I was using not only my case management skills at that point, I was also using um, you know my MBA. So so tell us a little bit. Uh- like the day, the day in the life uh, of Christina. Like, what will you do on a Monday and a Tuesday? What are you? What's your um, activity? Well, the you just have to be very flexible I'll because bet. you never know. You really never know. <laughs> I mean, there could be there could anything could happen. So, um, I don't do the case management side of it anymore. I do more so fundraising and marketing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, as a case manager, you just have to kind of be up and ready for anything. 
on a Monday or Tuesday. (laughs) All right. So let's talk about marketing, fundraising. Tell us a little bit about that world. Where does the money come from? How do you go get it? And and we'll also, you know, want to know how we can help. We are funded 50% from the state. Um, So the kids that we care for, we have that. And then the other 50% we have to raise. So we do fundraising events. Um, We have, we have, we have one or two, um, and then we have lots of donations. So we're kind of trying to get our name out there and do more fundraising. This will be our first annual event for the golf tournament in September. Um, we're really excited about it and so excited to be working with Experience Foundations. Um, we've had them in the past work with the kids, and they came in for, what was it, Cinco de Mayo? Yes. Came in for Cinco de Mayo, and the kids were like, don't leave. They had so much fun. <laughs> Ended up playing basketball all night with them. And then Chad was like, I love these kids. How can how can we have another event together? So then he took them to the baseball game. Um, the kids just absolutely love it. They love having a good, solid mentor figure to look up to and somebody who just wants to spend time with them. So um, it's been fantastic. And then we've decided to kind of partner up and start doing fundraisers together. So um, we've done a few in the past, and then uh, this will be our first one for the golf tournament. Oh, fun. So we'll get Chad's take on this in a minute, too. But speak more to this idea of collaboration. I had a similar conversation as as recently as this morning. Uh, Someone else who has uh, media property, does podcasting, does video interviewing. And he and I, we are exploring all kinds of different ways that we can go to market together. And we just, we feel like there's plenty of opportunity out there. And together, we each have strengths, we each have resources. Yes. And it sounds sure. like you, you and Chad are of the same, of the same mind. You've uh, definitely, uh, yeah. Yeah. So tell us more about the, what was the catalyst for the collaboration and what you've, what you've learned from working together like that. Oh, we, I mean, from the get-go, I think we're both very like-minded in the fact that, you know, we're doing this for the kids. This isn't a competition. Um, Mm. You know, our business, our organization is all about the kids. We're not worried about really um, (laughs) – I mean, there – I just have to say, there's no competition. Like, we we work better as – a team and we work stronger together. So him and I are able to use the people that he's worked with in the past, the people that I've worked with in the past and kind of collaborate all that together. And it's, it's awesome to see it come together because everything's bigger. Everything's better. Everything's stronger. I don't know really much about golf. So me putting it together might look more like a fashion show than That's okay. Chad may not know a whole heck of a lot about fashion shows. I don't know. Chad and I would not be models for that either, just so you know. Probably could serve a drink, but I don't know about anything else. I can I can do some pretty signs, but so it's been really great. He's got his strengths to this um, golf tournament, whereas like you know, I really appreciate that part of it. I didn't even know like. embarrassing i don't know I'm like a foursome what is this? i don't know i've never heard that like okay sure well that's what you call it um but there's so many different things that i just i needed to be i needed to partner with somebody yeah. and so chad's experience and background doing this and helping me through it has been awesome as well um and then as far as like sponsors and working with people i love going out and socializing and um you know on that side of it, I've 
I feel strong about that too. So us going together to meetings and it's just been fantastic. We work well together. I'll bet. So have you found that the business community, people who uh, run small businesses and own businesses, is that a place to go and build relationships and get funding and connections? Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think as much as, you know, they see the need that we have in our small community for, you know, the kids, um, that giving back to an organization like us, you see the effects. I mean, you see these kids are at the ballpark. They're, they're in people's homes. They're your next door neighbor. Um, so it helps everybody as a community. And it goes back to, you know, all the small business owners that, you know, when the kids are walking in, they're talking about how awesome it is, or they got a free ice cream from somebody the other day, or, they got a special trip somewhere, and they remember those moments, and they talk about it. So it's good for everybody. I'll bet. So how did uh, Brian and his organization come into your circle? We met Brian last year, or when the last golf tournament, um, and he was super helpful with, you know, just the marketing side of everything. And um, he's been been fantastic just to work with, team up, partner with, and now he's got his um, for-profit organization that helps nonprofits. So yeah, been great. I'll bet. So you've done a lot of golf tournaments, Brian. That's, that's like one of your, yeah, well, no, specials. no, I mean, only really three Well, four. I did one in college, uh, helped with one in college. And, um, that's not a strong point of mine. I don't think I want to, I, I want to be more of the community type feels, but I, I, right. can, I know enough to be dangerous. <laughs> so, all right. So, uh, the next thing you have coming up that uh, that we ought to let our listeners know about is this golf tournament. Is that the next big event? Yes. All right. So let's make sure that we leave those leave our listeners with that, and, and they can get involved. They can still sign up to to play. They can donate. Yes. Uh, and a, a small business can sponsor in some right. way, sponsor a hole yep. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. There's um, hole opportunities. There's uh, sponsorships. Um, even if you just want to donate a basket, something that we can raffle off, um, there's many different ways to give back. Uh, I've had people even help with advertising. We got a billboard up. So fantastic. Awesome stuff. Yeah. Really good. So if anybody has any questions, they can just reach out or reach out through or, you know, email ACES youth home or experience foundation for extra questions. If anybody wants to volunteer, we need all the help. So. Yeah. So, do you got you guys have a website or a, is there a LinkedIn profile or anything that that you want to make sure that our I just want, I want them to be able to connect with you if they want to continue Definitely. this conversation. Yeah. Thank you. Um, we have a Facebook page. It's the first annual golf tournament mm-hmm. for Aces and Experiences, and then Aces has their website at acesyouthhome.org. Um, I'm also on Facebook and I'm connected with the Aces Facebook, so we usually get a lot of uh, questions and just also if you go to experiences with an s foundation.org there's a link on there okay to uh charity today which is a golf link that dixon golf donated to us so that's got all the information they can pay for sponsorships golfers send questions so that may be one of the easier ways to do it yes what he said (laughs) 
<laughs> All right, fantastic. So don't go anywhere. Stay with us. We're going to visit with Chad a little bit. Chad, all right. Chime in there. Tell us a little bit about your organization, man. Well, before I do it, I, I do want to say something about Aces and kind of how we got started with them. Yeah. She was right. It was Cinco de Mayo. Had an absolutely just wonderful time up there. They've always had such great kids up there. And it was something that part of our Experiences Foundation is a Braves Buddies program where we take groups. We've done special needs, Empower Cherokee, a bunch of different groups, obviously the foster care, and brought them to the Braves game. And if I had two or three more bedrooms at the time, we would have adopted the three kids <laughs> in particular that were brother and sister. Um, fortunately, in all honesty, they did get adopted, um, stayed pretty close, so it was mm-hmm. awesome. But it was um, you just fall in love with these kids when you're out there. And, I mean, one of them came up. Again, it was, I think, yogurt. We stopped afterwards. He came up and gave me a hug, and I was almost in tears. So it's just, you know, sometimes just that powerfulness of that. And, you know, Brian, we've, besides COVID, we we worked. We obviously had a little bit of lull there, but our first couple golf tournaments were a lot of success, had some celebrities out there, a lot of ex-athletes. We got that again this year, which I'll touch on later. But – Brian's always had a passion and he's always really done something similar to charitable pursuits. And, you know, he's, he's finally able to do something to passion. And obviously, you know, what happened with COVID kind of hurt some of his other stuff, but he's always had a passion for that giving back Mm -hmm. and whether it was through the magazine or himself, you know, his family, same thing with Christina. I've known her for quite a few years and just, you know, our friends and family have gotten close and everything. And it just, it really is kind of like a family organization. So, yeah. So tell us about experiences. We are what I like to call kind of like a mini make a wish meets big brothers, big sisters. And now obviously we don't have the deep pockets (laughs) that make a wish does. And they do an awesome job. I don't want to ever take anything away. I will say they, they have maybe more extreme cases than we do. My goal was always to maybe somebody's just going through a rough time. Maybe, you know, we find out a kid's lost a parent or a divorce. We've had, you know, young people uh, going through cancer treatments, brought them out to a Braves game, done some fun things, movies, whatever. Just something that experience just take their mind kind of off all the bad stuff that's potentially going on in their lives. But I also love the volunteer aspect. You know, mm. I, I do love to get out there. Sometimes I probably get more out of it than a lot of people. We try and bring in our volunteers. I try and instill it in all my kids. You know, it really is about, you know, giving back. In fact, my daughter always, if she sees somebody, you know, potentially somebody on the side of the road asking for money, well, let's give them something. What do, what do we have to give? And, and if I don't have anything, she, you know, she's like, oh, well, maybe we can come back later. So it's, at least it's probably at least working in their minds with what we're doing. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. But, you know, it's just one of those things. I I run a for-profit charity uh, auction company called oh. Angel Auctions. Okay. And I've been doing that now about 20 years. We Our biggest client, so to speak, is the Braves Foundation. We do about 40 event silent auctions with Gwinnett, Stripers, the Rome Braves, and a bunch of other nonprofits in between. So we do we do a lot with sports memorabilia and jewelry and relics and all that stuff, and never charge the organization. They get a percentage of whatever auctions. And one of the things working with all these organizations, I noticed not that they didn't do a good job 
with their mission. But I was like, you know, there's so many opportunities maybe to take a family somewhere or help out. And so we've worked a lot of those good relationships and that's really what kind of spawned experiences foundation. We started it officially with the 501 C three in 2018. Uh, after a couple things that happened, primarily my wife's family with some tragedies and then also a young man that was, was battling cancer ended up passing and it was just everything we were able to do for him and his family just meant so much. And we didn't really realize the impact till later. You need to tell him what that was, though, was just because it was pretty cool. Yeah, it was – he was a young man. I say young. He was late 20s, I guess, when he was diagnosed. And he ended up – a huge Braves fan from Augusta, blue collar, worked at, with the job that he was working they think probably gave him cancer. So mm. ultimately he ended up at Emory – and there was another charity that was housing him there that we were involved with. And so, you know, we took him out, we kind of befriended him, my wife and I, and we went out there, took them to a Braves game, got him a hat because unfortunately he lost all his hair. So we wore mm. it all the time. Yeah. In fact, you know, we, and it was some of the things we take for granted. I remember walking just through the parking lot, not very far into the movie theater later on too. And he explained to me how he felt like his skin was on fire. Because everything he was going through, all all the medicines and everything, so it just again, you just don't realize that stuff. He he wasn't a guy who spoke a whole lot about it. You know, he had a lot of pains and aches, and they actually sent him home in remission. And three days later, he collapsed. Unfortunately, they brought him back to Emory. And one of the things, my wife and I at the time lived in Smyrna, so we were pretty close to there. His parents were going to drive back because they didn't have money to stay at a hotel, and my wife said, "Absolutely not." So she went and checked him in. Fortunately, unfortunately, I guess in some manners, he passed the next day yeah. with his children on top of him. He still had the Braves hat on that we gave him. Um, but fortunately, he was there. His parents were able to see him and say their final goodbyes. And it was just something, again, talking to the wife later, we still follow the children. They just graduated, which makes me feel super old. But, <laughs> but it's just, you know, again, that that impact we had was really just – a couple things we did. Um, sometimes it's just a matter to sit there and talk. You know, I, we always kind of joke, like we can do Braves games. You know, we've done a cool United thing where the young man was the first one ever. Again, it, it just happened to be a cancer thing, brain cancer in, in remission. He's doing well. He actually local here in Cherokee, but he was the first non uh, referee to flip the coin oh, on the field. So, cool. and that was something we were able to hook up with them. We were on oh. the field and, yeah, it was just it was an awesome experience. And again, it's we still stay in touch with the mom. The you know the young man's doing well. He just graduated high school too. <laughs> so, but um, yeah, that, and those are just you know a few of the stories that you know stuff we've done. But it's you know if anybody wants you know to do anything, I mean, well, I'll go fishing with them. You know, whatever it is, if that's that small thing, if they have a passion for, you know, one of the things too we you know we've done of their experiences. Or I'm sorry, at Aces. You just bring them dinner sometimes. Mm -hmm. Just sit there and talk with them, see what's going on. Because sometimes they get new kids, and, you know, I wish I could spend a little bit more time. i got three of my own, which keep me quite busy. Um, so, but, you know, it's just one of you know, it's the passion, I think, that all three of us, and that, I think that's where that synergy definitely comes from for all of us to work together and, you know, again, make experiences foundation in this golf tournament you know, what it's becoming, we're almost, I'd say we probably got about 30 out of the 120 left mm -hmm. as far as golfers go. Yeah. So a few foursomes in there 
It's only four hundred dollars for the force, but one hundred twenty-five for an individual. We do have Mark Woolers coming out, closer in the ninety-five Atlanta Braves. We got Terrence Mathis coming out. Besides Julio and Roddy, he holds all the records, and he did till they came. Uh, also have Chris Hammond, Chris Hammond, former Brave. We have Chaz Lytle, who uh, holds the current record of steals and triples for the EGA Bulldogs as well. He played in the Pittsburgh Pirates organization. And then the next guy, nobody's probably ever going <laughs> to heard of, uh, his name is Tim Farr. He's a rodeo guy and you never consider rodeo and golf together but let me tell you what he's a pretty good golfer i never he's after being thrown golfer. off bowls you would think that he couldn't swing the golf club but he yeah, can really <laughs> and then most importantly brian pruitt would be there i'm yeah, sure right, right. right? that's exactly. got to be a draw we'll uh, sign for your autographs all, <laughs> all right. day long well uh first of all yes the passion all three of you it comes through i can see it in your eyes i know our listeners can hear it in your in your voice but one of the the things that are, that is coming to light for me in this, in this conversation, it doesn't have to be this great, big heroic effort, just interacting with yeah, these folks. It just, yeah. I mean, it, 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 these small things are, they're not small, right? Right. No. But ha- having dinner, having a conversation, taking a kid fishing, you know, just, uh, I love to fish. So, you know, that would be a lot of fun to take a kid over here to debris park or over to Alatoona and drown a worm, you know, and just have a good time for an afternoon. <laughs> Just it seem it might seem little to us, but it's not little, is it? No, not at all. Yeah, I actually I, last night was we had some stuff we we're going to donate, and a Facebook friend, which I don't know her that well, um, mm-hmm. we just have a lot of mutual friends. She's a little bit younger than me. She just moved into a brand new house, and I said, "Hey, I got some pots and pans, and some other stuff we're going to donate. Do you need anything?" And she's like, "Yeah, you know, I could use this and this and." She wasn't being selfish by any means. You know, again, I was the one who offered it. And she said, can I ask you a question? I said, of course. She goes, why would you help somebody that you don't know? Mm. And, and I just, I said, you know, it's just something I love to do. I think, you know, if you have that ability to help somebody, you know, our mission is kind of the make a wish. But I always say, too, if we can help somebody, yeah. we have the money for it, we will. I mean, we we do a Santa for Seniors where we bring stockings and different things. We do, you know, donate them to CASA and a lot of stuff. It's, you know, sometimes it's more about getting stuff. And I'll say this about ACEs. Their partners, especially up there in Jasper, when you see maybe a kid didn't really get anything at Christmas or nothing at all, to see what they get and they get everything on their wish list usually yeah, just is unbelievable. Yeah, so it's pretty awesome. It's that joy sometimes just, you know, giving and it we- to them. We sometimes go a little overboard, but I mean, we've had kids come in that's like, you know, I never had a Christmas tree. So wow. we're putting up the Christmas tree and you're just like, wow. Ch- Chad's even taking some of this though out of the country, right? Twice. <laughs> well, actually four times. We, yeah. every time now I'm very fortunate and blessed. I'm going to be the first to say that, that my wife, Cheryl has done awesome um, brownie points. And, uh, <laughs> is one of the top salespeople, uh, with one digital insurance and they're actually our major sponsor here. Mm. So, and always get great support with the Bruckman family, more brownie points. And, um, <laughs> but no, she, she's always one of the top salespeople and we go on different trips that she's won through her company and mm-hmm. earned. And, uh, we, we've gone to Mexico. We went one time when we were Dominican Capcana, we were able to actually get with the school and give away a bunch of learning supplies, 
a lot of baseball stuff, trying to make sure that. And it was just the coolest experience to see the kids come up, appreciate it, take pictures, just sometimes taking the pictures, especially with the teenagers. You know, five classes is all that in Capcana from kindergarten to high school, 12th grade is what they had. So to yeah. see them all come out, it was just unbelievable. And they were so appreciative. And just, again, I'm sure I got more out of her. We got more out of it than anybody. But, you know, it's just, and again, anything I can do, I always get yelled at because they don't want me going off site. But I always say, if, if that's my end, that's a good way to go. And I, I'll be okay. With it. <laughs> <laughs> Another awesome. thing that I, I just have to believe happens, particularly when you're working with youth, but probably with other adults, is this ongoing um, legacy, right? So a kid comes through ACEs or they have these experiences and uh, you've modeled for them this behavior. And I bet you've started to see some of those folks turn around and act in the same way and and help others. Yeah. Right. Yeah, we have. I've had a few um, kids that have actually left ACEs and then reach back out and say, can I help you guys volunteer? So that's pretty cool. I've had a couple of donations from the ACEs kids too. Have you really? Yeah. Once they aged out. Right. So, I mean, they, you know, they still want to be involved and do things. And that's, again, that's, I think what she does Christina does, and then her whole team up there, too. Just awesome. Anytime I ever have a question or anything, if we can do anything, we definitely try and help, too. So, All right, I got to ask about the auction business because to me it's just fascinating. You know, we love Holly and I going to the, you know, to the galas for different fundraising uh, events and, uh, and, and to watch the uh, – there's the silent auction, and we enjoy that, and we always spend more than we plan to, and we're fine with it because it does feel good. We know it's for a good cause, and we're very blessed. Uh, and I love watching the the live auction stuff too. How long have you been doing the auction thing, man? I've been doing it twenty years. In fact, oh my! My my first time doing an auction was with the Rome Braves at their hot stove, and it's just that's just turned into a great relationship. Yeah. I probably I've seen so many GMs come and go and different people. So, <laughs> but it's been a lot of fun. I mean, I have my own little I call them my Romy family out there. Right. So every time I get out of them, I get hugs. It's it get all the time. It's like seeing you know family and friends come through because I've been out there for so long. I've seen the kids grow <laughs> too. Um, but yeah, I just it's something I had a passion for. I'm actually from real estate construction. Still hold my license, but you know the rest of it after the second turn. I just kind of saw the writing on the door. I was like, I got to have something a little bit more stable. And I was actually asked, we were doing some work by one of the uh, Falcons at the time. His wife asked me, she goes, I know you love sports. Do you have anything to maybe help us with the auction? I said, yeah, I could probably do some stuff. And then I started looking and there were some memorabilia dealers who just kind of weird and almost shady the way they did. It wasn't about fundraising. And I said, you know what? There's something here. Mm. And I've changed it up kind of the way I do it. Um, but, but again, we've raised, I just wrote, you know, to the Braves Foundation, one check from a weekend was almost $5,000. So yeah. at any time, I like doing those because, you know, that means, again, it's enough to take care of me and my family, you know, as well as to give back to the community. People love it. You know, I see adults go crazy with, mm-hmm. oh, my gosh, this is my favorite player. And I hear all these stories. And it's that part is always fun, you know, especially and at the galas and stuff. That's definitely our sweet spot because everybody, you know, they focus on it. Yeah. You know, besides maybe the dinner, whatever the case is, uh, do a little bit of live. I do not speak hundred miles an hour, but, uh, you know, other than that, you know, we just, we just help however we can. And it's something again, I mean, sports memorabilia, 
relics, whether it's fossils, civil war, you know, bullets, that type stuff. Just mm-hmm. I always joke. It's stuff you can't find just walking into Walmart, you know, and it's a lot of unique stuff. People buy Christmas presents for their kids. Yeah. You know, obviously with the Atlanta Braves and Georgia Bulldogs doing so well, it, that stuff goes crazy. We got replica rings. We do, you know, large canvases, just something for everybody. So it's, uh, it, it's been a lot of fun, especially this past year with, with all the success of our local teams. So, and you've done it long enough. Now you've got the machinery in place, right? You've got the the methodology, the discipline, the process. So, if you know ABC nonprofit cause or whatever says, "Hey, we want to raise some money," they reach out to you. You, well, walk us through that process. What does that What does that look like if they want to set something up and they you know want to start working with you? What? Are they, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm very, very simple. I'm very old school minded with kind of a handshake. I always get asked about contracts. To me, it's not worth it. Yeah. Because I I stay so busy that honestly, I turn down sometimes more than I can take on. I do have a couple of people that help me out, and, you know, and I really appreciate that when they can do it. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's one of those things. It's definitely my baby. And, and I know how to do it. I mean, when I'm at Gwinnett or Rome, I mean, I'm walking on, you know, concrete for four straight hours, just back and forth asking people they need help. Right. So, you know, it's not necessary for everybody to do that kind of stuff, but I love it. I, you know, it's the first thing, you know, I do, I introduce myself, talk to people the whole time, but you know, if somebody wants to get involved with an auction, all you have to do is give me a call, tell me the date, we'll check it out again. I'll bring out all the items. And if they do have anything that they want to add to it, always a hundred percent free. My goal is to really take that aspect of it off. So, wow. you know, and they'll get a hundred percent of that, you know, it just adds right. to it. So, and, and personally we, you know, besides like the golf tournament and stuff for our nonprofits, I stay away from gift certificates, stays somewhere. Cause I always say they, and I always try and help the nonprofits that they're, you know, kind of ways to make extra money mm-hmm. and really, you know, talk to that. That's more about who, you know, you know, if you go to a restaurant a bunch of times, just ask them for a gift card. You're helping yeah. them out. Let them help you out. Right. And, you know, it's, again, it's fundraising. I don't have an online store. I don't do anything like that. I'll, I'll help people maybe with gifts occasionally. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, it's, you know, it's something if you saw my garage and basement. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, but, um, yeah. it's, it's, it's zero risk, right? I mean, yeah. first of all, you know what you're doing, but it's also, you're going to bring all this stuff. We're going to get our cause is going to get a percentage Correct. Of what you do. And if I've got a cousin with a condo in Savannah, I, that's, we can put that out on the table Absolutely. too. And, and we keep all that. Yep. I and love it, it. Yeah. And it's, you know, again, no setup fee, nothing. The only thing I ask for is tables and tablecloths right? and people. And I'll literally do the rest. So we even take payments. We clean up at the end. We, wow. You'll get a spreadsheet seeing exactly what went, how much. And, you know, we write a check within a couple of days and I always love writing that check because that means, you know, we, we did well out there for everybody. Sure. You know, and it's, uh, I mean, it's some nice write-offs at the end. I'm not going to lie, but. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and maybe you can coach people through that process a little bit too, or put them in touch with someone that, you know, has that experience and expertise. Because a lot of us, while we might have a heart for this kind of thing, we don't know th- this world of the Business Radio X Main Street Warriors program. It's a, it's a relatively new thing. And we, you know, we're just kind of, we, we've got a good heart and we've got some marvelous resources available to us to kind of make it work, but there's just so much we don't know. Right. And so that, that is fantastic. All right. Let's make sure that our listeners can reach out and connect with you 
uh, on the experiences and or the, the auction work, whatever you think is appropriate, email, phone, website, that kind of stuff. Yeah, definitely. Uh, first, Angel Auctions. If you just go to www.myangelauctions.com, that just showed my age because you probably don't need the www anymore. <laughs> um, it's the World Wide Web for all you kids. And, and, and Christina's uh, on TikTok. No, no, yeah. no. <laughs> Okay, I might have it on my phone. Don't actively post anything. I'm still on Facebook. I'm the old man. That's what my kids tell me. I'm still on MySpace. What are you talking about? (laughs) But you got good music on there. But, you know, also, and then um, experiencesfoundation.org. You know, you can, again, check out the golf tournament, see a bunch of our work on there. They are just informational pages, so you'll see a lot of different events. I mean, we work at Georgia, Georgia Tech, Braves, all sorts of different nonprofits. You can see them on there. I think to count, it's over 300 at this point that we've helped over in 20 years. Yeah. Do some kind of, you know, event, you know, charity auction, something to those extents. And, uh, yeah, I'm just, I don't know. I'm so excited <laughs> about like what we've accomplished. And I had the pro reach out to me today and said, where are you at? And I told him, and I think he was shocked. Because he's like, oh wow, okay, y'all really are heading towards your goal, and and when you have three like minded people, you you know you know you're going to hit that, and I, and we're we've been blessed, we've gotten a lot of the higher end. I do want to add this too: a lot of the higher end sponsors are taken. Mm-hmm. We'll still take more money if we need to, and we'll take care of you however we need to. We've been doing <laughs> shout outs the whole time. We do have, I would say, probably I think last count was about eight whole sponsors left. Mm. All of us are really big on networking, giving back. You can come out, set up at a hole, hand out swag, talk to the golfers. You're going to have at least probably 150 people total out there. Put stuff in our swag bags. You're going to get a yard sign, lunch for two, and it's only $150. Holy cow. So it's a great way to get your business name out there, talk to a lot of people, meet some celebrities. Me. You get to meet me. You get to meet Brian. Yeah. We're, we're trying to get people out there. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> but no, it's, yeah, I mean, honestly, it's, you know, it's sometimes, and we just did our cornhole tournament. And one of the things that I'll say real quick, we're talking to one of the young men that was actually playing in it. And they were one of the, I think, top final four. The young man came up to me and he was, he was talking to me. He actually came through foster care himself. Uh-huh. So it was just yeah. the matter, you know, I mean, sometimes you're just touching people and he was just so ecstatic and, you know, he was gave me his information. He's like, if I can do anything. So, you know, a lot of people do appreciate it and pay it forward, you know, in every aspect they can too. So, yeah. Brian, it it just must be a a delight working with these folks. Oh yeah. Well, especially since Chad and I've known each other, what, since 2009, something like that. So it's a long time, but you know, when, when you, yeah. When you, uh, like you said, when you get three like-minded people that just have that passion to give them back and working together in community. I mean, this world's so much negative right now. Let's get all the positive we can. Yeah, that's another reason I'm doing charitable pursuits. Yeah. All right. So I want to make sure we leave our listeners with contact uh, coordinates for charitable pursuits as well. What's the best way for them to reach out to? All you right. Then? So yeah. So the uh, the website is uh, I'll do you, www. <laughs> uh, it's bees like the bumblebee. The, the The web doesn't like the apostrophe, so I couldn't do b apostrophe. So it's bees. So b e e s charitablepursuits.com. Fantastic. That's the best way to get to me. Well. Uh, this has been a lot of fun. It's been informative. It's been inspiring. Thank you all for coming in and visiting with us this morning. Uh, you're doing such important work. And Thank you. Thanks for having us. Yeah, we really sincerely appreciate you. And 
Business Radio X in general and the, the Main Street Warriors program. We're going to see if we can't find some ways to, to work and play together and, uh, and tap into to some folks like you that know what you're doing. Awesome. Thank you. Fake it till you make it. I mean, yes, absolutely. (laughs) All right. This is Stone Payton for our guest today and everyone here at the Business Radio X family saying we'll see you next time on Cherokee Business Radio.